everybody. I'm your host, Lisa Shield. Welcome to Dating Without Drama, where I give you my unique take on everything related to men, love, dating, and romantic relationships. My practical yet spiritual approach to getting emotionally naked and attracting what I call a guardian of your soul will be music to your ears. So let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Getting Inside the Right Male Mind. I'm Lisa Shield. And I'm Benjamin Shield. And it is lovely to be here with you. We have what Benjamin and I think is a wonderful, wonderful topic. We are going to talk about casual sex. Uh, I know that this was something that really got in the way of my relationships and my ability to relate to men. And mine as well. Really, To, to women, yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's good to know. Um, it's really, actually really great. Mm -hmm. It's a good, you know, because I think for women, it's so stigmatized that, you know, we're going to be a whore or easy or whatever promiscuous if we have casual sex even though for many women we want it as much as men do i was raised with the idea that men are just sexual creatures and they have to you know have multiple partners and that's what men do they love the conquest they love the chase but it's really fascinating to hear you say that it got in your way well all those things are true about men Mm -hmm. I mean, we're, we're just wired that way. However, it's not the foundation of a, a good relationship or right. a lasting relationship. It's just about sex. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just about sex. It's about Saturday night, not Sunday morning. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. <laughs> yeah. So it is something that's just wired into a man, you know, to want to chase women, to love that whole process. Tell me about that. Can we talk about well, the chase? You know, I'm, men love the art of the chase and, and the seduction. What do you and, love about it? Well, it's, it's a conquest. Uh-huh. And it's a validation of our masculinity. Mm-hmm. And it's fun. What's fun about it? Well, it's fun to see if you could get someone to want what you want. And it's not about, you know, getting to know someone, creating a foundation of friendship and right. looking to build a lasting relationship. It's really, you know, that that moment, almost like a, a game sport. Well, and I think women, if we're not, you know, if we were really being honest with ourselves, many women also love the seduction. Mm -hmm. They love being seduced. They love the seduction. The problem is for women, we, we fall under the spell of seduction and then we, what we really want are relationships, mm. right? We, we're not looking so much for sex as sport. You know, we want partnership yeah. and we want to believe that the attention that's coming at us is real and authentic and a man is not just caught up in seducing her because that's what men love to do right. some you know because that's a part of being a man but we want to believe that it's all true and that you really do want to marry us and live happily ever <laughs> after <laughs> so i think being realistic, I tend to be very much a realist. I, you know, I look at, wow, so this is really the way it is, right? 
But it doesn't mean that just because men enjoy seducing women and chasing women and having casual sex, getting a woman into bed, that doesn't mean a man doesn't also want to have relationship with Mm -hmm. us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think a man during seduction may believe that, my God, this could be the woman, this could be my dream girl, this could be, you know, the beginning and every night could be like this. So, (laughs) you know, at the moment, in the heat of the moment, he may think that, you know, so it's, it may not be for a moment. It may not be (laughs) falsehood or, you know, trickery or, um, you know, it's, it's two people. It's it's a dance of two people. It's folly to do. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So there you are. But in the morning, right. Tell me what happens in the morning. (laughs) Well, I think it's about jumping in with too much and winding up with too little. Mm -hmm. So in the morning, you just spent the evening with seduction and romance and and alcohol and... And hormones. And hormones, absolutely. And, you know, a passionate night of two lovers embracing and all... And then in the morning, you know, the fireworks aren't necessarily there. Right. The, the alcohol isn't there. You don't really know how to be with each other. You know, mm-hmm. are, are you supposed to be lovers? You know, like, like you've, you know, <laughs> have a history and you've had shared experiences and intimate conversations and emotional availability and trust and safety and all that. And so without the, all of that, you know, how do you deal with that person? You real, it hits you that you just had this magical night and you don't even really know who this person is at all. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty stunning if you stop to think about it. Yeah. And, you know, it, it turns the relationship on its head. Right. You know, people become lovers before they become friends and almost any lasting, trusting relationship. Mm-hmm is built on a foundation of friendship. It has to be. Shared experiences, emotional availability. I think one of the things that we miss with casual sex is that one of the most, if not the most sexually exciting part of a relationship is, is before there's sexual intimacy, you know, before, you know, there's sex. Where you're building, you're stoking the fire. It's just like you just, think about someone and you're longing for someone and you know that you need to wait a little longer. And it's just like the most amazing period of a relationship mm-hmm. or, or of someone's life. You're turning me off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting really excited hearing you talk about this. We had such a beautiful, beautiful, I, I want to talk a little bit about the genesis of mm-hmm. our relationship and how we handled this, the sex and how consciously we entered in to that contract with each other and both honored it. We handled sex. Well, and you started it off. What did you say to me? I think it was around our fifth date. Yeah. I, I said, you know, I really like you a lot and that, you know, I've been in relationships where I've jumped into things too soon and they've gone nowhere. We really didn't get to know each other. And 
I knew that I wanted to really get to know you and build a relationship. And you said that. You said, and I really want to get to know yeah, you. Yeah. And that meant so much to me to hear those words from you. I really want to get to know you. Yeah. That was so wonderful to hear that from a man. Yeah. And it's so much easier to get to know someone when there's not the pretense of being lovers. Right. So I said, you know, let's, I forgot the words. You that said, I I'm not rushing into anything, including mm. sex. Right. I've tried that before and it doesn't work. Right. And I felt the same way. It meant so much to me uh, because as a man, you set, you did that for me and for us. And I wish more men would. I wish more men would be as thoughtful and responsible and uh, eloquent as you were with the sex because women want men to advance the sex and the sexual agenda. But at the same time, that's really scary for us. You know, it really, it's scary. And some men do it too quickly. They put the moves on us too fast and then we have to put up the boundary. You know, so you doing that for me and for us was breathtaking. I think the conversation is important because if a man does wait without a conversation, a woman may feel that there's no sexual attraction, Mm -hmm. there's no magnetism, that there may be something off with him as far as his sexual nature. So having that conversation. There's also, honey, so much stress and pressure on men to get laid, to make getting laid the agenda. Mm-hmm. There is so much pressure for men to do that with other men. Oh, did you get laid last night? Yeah, or did you score? And guys put pressure on other guys to make sex the mm-hmm. agenda. And the fact that there could be a grown, mature man who was so aware of his sexuality and so in control of wanting to you know be responsible about that part of the relationship i mean that's just like other dimensional (laughs) it really is how many guys do that well hopefully hopefully a lot but i don't think so no they don't and god what that would mean to a woman for a man to do that I think both a man and a woman having sex early, the idea is that they're sealing the deal. Mm-hmm. Like like if I could just get make, her into bed. Yeah, and make love to her. Wow. It's going to seal the deal. She's attractive. She's mm-hmm. got all these things going for her. And if she'll if she'll sleep with me, yeah. Then I have her. Yeah. If I want her. Yeah. So I think they, they feel, well, this is this seals the deal. God. We're now in a relationship and it's just the opposite. Right. It's, they're in pretense. They're in a twilight zone of what might be or may not be romance. No one knows because it's pretend, you know, like, it is God, now we're, now we're lovers. Um, what do you want to do today? <laughs> yeah, now we've taken this relationship to that. And so that has to mean yeah. something. Yeah. And the night before there was, uh, there were fireworks there was alcohol, there were hormones, there was playfulness. Mm-hmm. And then the next morning... It's like, what did we do? Yeah, that that isn't there. Just the people are there. And you know, one of the big things too that just sabotages this and is so wrong for so many women to dive in like that is that then 
many women because of guilt, religious guilt, societal guilt around you're not supposed to sleep with men right away and what were you, you know, you're a bad girl or whatever trippery we run on ourselves, suddenly tremendous shame and embarrassment Mm -hmm. comes to the surface for the woman. You know, what does he think? Does he like me? I mean, it brings up all of our insecurities. And right there, no matter how well things were going, how beautifully we thought we might have connected, all of those things now, what we're left with is shame. I blew it. Does he think poorly of me? Does he think I'm easy? I mean, it's an awful, awful feeling. And that creates an automatic disconnect. Yeah. And the man could feel shame also. Mm -hmm. Not so much for himself, but if the woman expresses that, I I can't believe I did that. And I, I went against my own ethics and, you know, I need to leave. Goodbye. A man feels terrible. Oh and you don't God. have to be a good man or you know, a great man or a good man to feel terrible. Oh, um, honey. Yeah. I never even thought about that. Yeah. A man would, like a conscious man, a caring man, would feel terrible. Well, I think they, he would have to have pathology not to feel terrible. Because he wouldn't have necessarily wanted to hurt her or he wasn't, you know... Not all guys just think women are something to get into bed and then they're done with them. There are conscious, caring men who actually would feel awful if they thought that that the woman regretted what happened. Right. And also, if their secure attachments or their attachments are avoidant, one or both, Mm -hmm. once they get together as lovers and come so close, one or both may want to pull away because they feel they're uncomfortable. It's too much. It's too much. They're uncomfortable with the closeness. Mm-hmm. And so instead of slowly, slowly moving together, it moves together too quickly and then repels. Well, and moving slowly, what I love about that, babe, is that by moving slowly and the way we set those very clear boundaries from the start and then both honored them, we kept proving to each other, oh, we got to see over and over again who this other person is, right. right? We got to pay attention to all of these nuances, these beautiful things that happened in our connection when we fell in love yeah. and how sweet it was and how much we, bo- how dear, you know, we both showed up so fully mm. and so vulnerably. Mm. I remember before we were sexually intimate, mm-hmm. that we lived in different parts of the town. And Los Angeles is large, so you lived on one end, I lived mm-hmm. on the other. And um, it was getting late, and I invited you to sleep over. I just had one bed. <laughs> and I think you had asked for a T-shirt. What, what did you say? I asked you, um, I think I asked you for a T-shirt, uh. and then you put it on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> What, what I, I said, about? do you have a T-shirt? And you said, oh, yeah, yeah, because we were going to stay over. And you yeah. said, I promise nothing will happen. Oh. You know, you can sleep on one side of the bed. I'll sleep on the other. And I was nervous. And you were, <laughs> I didn't know this. Oh. I mean, I, it became clear <laughs> in that moment. And um, you said, you know, I said, do you have a T-shirt? And you said, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, and unknowingly, that I didn't know that you slept <laughs> <laughs> in your birthday suit normally. So you took the, the T-shirt on and you put it on. Yeah. And I sat there and I kind of looked at you and I watched you put it on. And 
I said, do you have another one? Oh, oh, right, right. <laughs> and you said, I don't think I do. And I said, well, I don't think I can sleep in my clothes, you know? <laughs> and, and you said, I don't know if I can trust myself if I'm naked and I, or if you're naked. And I said, I know, that's why I need the T-shirt. <laughs> but it was so endearing to watch that, right? That moment. And we knew we weren't going to sleep, have sex, but it was so dear just to you know, see those very beautiful, vulnerable yeah. moments that we shared. Yeah, and with those moments, coming together means that much more oh. because there's that shared experience, there's the fun, there's the sharing of emotion, the, the sexual tension that's built up. All and just of that. all the sweetness and all the connection. Yeah. I mean, we got to see who the other person really mm-hmm. was and is. Yeah. We saw each other and we took the time to see each other which was so beautiful. I love that we wanted to take that time to get to know each other. I I was in no rush and I kept thinking, if I'm gonna spend the rest of my life with this man, why would I wanna rush it? Why? Mm. I wanna take this so slowly and I wanna savor every single moment Mm. of it. Every moment, because here's the thing. I knew I was going to spend the rest of my life with you. I knew that very, you know, and this is not the love at first sight. No. No, but it wasn't that. It was, I knew you were the most incredible human being I had ever met. I knew that. I didn't know if our lives would fit together or what it was going to look like, but I knew you were an amazing man Thank you. from the moment I met you. And I felt the same way about you as a woman, that you were extraordinary. And I really wanted to get to know you. I, I had a curiosity, mm-hmm. you know, and kind of a longing just to know all about you and what made you Aww. who you are. And also getting to know you, to know not only who you are, but what you could can be, mm-hmm. both. Oh, babe. Yeah, and I've been privileged to witness both. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I have grown through your love so much in this relationship. You know, the way that I know you see all of me, you see where I struggle, you see where I, you know, places I still need to grow. And you hold this beautiful light for me you just this you always love me you never stop loving me you never judge me you have believed in my pure potential (laughs) and you've helped me cultivate all the things i've wanted in life and it's so precious to me because we talk about being guardians of each other's souls and i really see how you do that and i know like you can't be in two places at once, but like you so support me and my vision and you've allowed it in many ways to become our shared vision mm-hmm. by working with me and agreeing to, wor- you know, to come on our calls and now being a part of this work together. You've grown. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm not, a, I'm, I'm not self-conscious about being behind a microphone. <laughs> 
Well, I've and, watched you, you come know. alive yeah. in this way and mm-hmm. eat, you know, really see your worth, your value to humanity, to my clients. And I want to come back to our subject, which is taking things slowly. By taking things slowly, you and I created this foundation where, you know, we built this extraordinary friendship and connection first, and then we brought the sexual component in. We have everything. Everything is a result of it because we didn't rush this process. Mm -hmm. We gave it the love and nurturing and attention it needed to build a connection that is, you know, that is unbreakable. The only thing that will ever tear us apart is death. Mm. And it's because we took this slowly, we nurtured this connection that we saw. We didn't try to fake it with alcohol. Mm. We didn't rush into it. We didn't project. The two of us walked side by side slowly Mm. into this beautiful relationship that we've created together. It's a natural unfolding rather than an unnatural, forceful entry into a relationship. Almost, you know, people try to make it an an event Mm -hmm. in their lives, right? Like when we think of an event, there's fireworks Uh, and there's, uh, uh, you know, alcohol and partying and it's bigger than life somehow, thinking that it's going to bring meaning to our lives. And it does. It brings more meaning than anyone could ever imagine. A shared life with a true guardian of your soul is the most beautiful life there is, right? But it's not an event. And we may have missed all of this if we jumped in our first or, or second or third date. We wouldn't be here. We wouldn't be in this beautiful compound in Santa Fe, New Mexico. We wouldn't have shared... This year will be 20 years together, and they've been magical, magical. It wouldn't have happened. It wouldn't have happened. We, no. We may still be rattling around the, the single scene. You know, you, you're wondering if, if there are any good men out there. and Yeah, and we've made our relationship the most important thing in our lives, not because we're supposed to or we have to, out of love. We see the value in what this brings to our lives, Mm. the richness, the reward. And back to our conversation, you know, this wasn't something that happened. It's something you and I consciously created Mm. from day one. Definitely by choice. By choice. And it started with taking it slowly. Mm -hmm. Not over projecting. Mm Mm-mm. No, and not rushing into anything, nothing. You know, even when I met you, even when I thought this is the kindest man I've ever met, this is the most evolved human being I've ever known. And I knew that when I met you, but I still said to myself, and you don't know him yet. This is what you're seeing, but now you have to see if what you think you see is really who he is. Mm -hmm. And I took the time to slow down long enough to see that, yes, you were and you continue to be. Mm -hmm. So that's what you get from putting sex aside, you know, casual sex. It has the power to ruin everything. Right. I've been in my practice now over 40 years. 
And so I've done tens and tens of thousands of sessions, you know, maybe, you know, well over 70,000 sessions. So I've met a lot of guys and I hear a lot of stories. <laughs> <laughs> and the guys that are into getting women into bed early mm -hmm. are not the guys that you know, they'll, they'll often say, do you know any women, you know, that you want to introduce me to? Or, and you're like, and no, no. <laughs> I do not. But if a guy, you know, really is sincere about meeting someone, getting to know someone, romancing, having the natural progression, you know, that natural frequency of a relationship without having it become dissonant. Those are the guys that, that I, I would match people mm -hmm. up. Uh, but the guys that come in and brag that, you know, on the first or second date, you know, they had this wild night and, you know, unbe unbelievable, Ben, just unbelievable. She's so hot. And, you know, they're just on to the next one. Wow. Because they're, they're not men. They're individuals trying to prove that they're men. Wow. And so they have to keep proving it. You know, it's the guys that have the self-assurance and really know what they want in the long run. Those are the real men. I know, and it's so easy for women to fall for the wrong guys because they're good that, you know, they're good with the shtick and the come on and all that the stuff. The great dinner, ordering the right wine. Uh, yeah, and um, they, they perfect that approach yeah. and nine times out of ten it works, you know, and the women fall for it and they know the seduction. <laughs> but it's not good for the guy and it's not good for the woman. Yeah. And I've been, as a man, and, you know, I've been on the planet many, many decades. Uh, so I've had a rich sexual life, particularly as a younger man. And I felt, you know, pressured. There were times that I could think of that I've gone out of the room, come back in the room, and the, the woman was naked in bed. And she said, well, this is going to happen anyway. So let's, you know, let's just do it. And, I mean, none of those relationships lasted. You know, it was just like... Well, that's great. You know, you know, I don't have to work for it. <laughs> it's just free and easy. Um, but it also takes away. Oh, it takes away the romance. It even takes away some respect. And some masculinity, you know, mm -hmm. that the man wants to seduce her and charm her. Yeah. It's, it seems like a business transaction almost. Yeah. And when I say it takes away respect, it kind of shows that the woman is insecure and wants to seal the deal early on. Like, you know, let's just get this over with. And, you know, we're in a relationship now. Oh, okay. And we never were in yeah. a relationship. You both say goodbye to each other later that night or first thing in the morning, you know, early, early. Those things don't go anywhere. Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe in a rare, rare instance, but it's rare. It doesn't work. Yeah. When you think of all the romantic movies of the 1940s and, and you know, that era, those black and white romantic movies, um, no one is jumping into bed early. You know, there's sexual tension, there's frustration, there's misunderstanding, there's humor, and it all builds into each other knowing each other. There's aha moments and all that. By the time they finally do get together, and in a lot of these movies, they do, you know, it's... it's uh, it happened one night at, mm -hmm. at uh, North by Northwest and, you know, all these, you know, right. To Catch a Thief and all of these they all, you know, classic yeah. movies. It's about building this relationship and sexual tension that by the time something happens, they really know each other. Mm -hmm. And when they come together as lovers, they really are lovers. It's not pretend. It's not just like something on the surface. 
wow. where there's there's nothing. Right. It, you know, it's like thin ice. It looks real at the time, but there's nothing underneath it. Mm-hmm. You know, we talk and I think about the subject and I just think about how much naivete there is on both sides of this equation, how little thought we really give to what we're doing in this part of our lives and into the outcome. You know, I'm going to show up this way. And how is that working? And what do I know about men? I mean, we know so little about this part of our lives. Yeah. Yeah. I think that we'd like to share right now this wonderful song by Frank Sinatra. (laughs) (laughs) It was written by Alan and Marilyn Bergman. Uh That's their name. And early on in their careers, but it's, it says so much. The lyrics are so clear. So Uh let's, Let's take a moment and let's let's yeah. play it right and now. Yeah, and any younger listeners, you know, a little Frank is always good. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's listen to this Frank Sinatra tune. Let's take it nice and easy. It's gonna be so easy for us to fall in love. Hey, baby. What's your hurry? Relax and don't you worry. You're gonna fall in love. We're on the road to romance. That's safe to say. But let's make all the stops along the way. The problem now, of course, is to simply hold your horses. To rush would be a crime. Cause nice and easy does it every time. So, honey, tell me about that tune and why, you know, yeah, why did you want to play that? What do you love about that song? Well, first, you know, it's so true and so universal. Mm-hmm. And it's sung by a man, not a woman. Ah, you know? interesting. So it's really universal. Let's take it nice and easy. We're on the road to romance. Uh, and let's give it a chance. And, yeah. And let's stop along the way. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It really sums it up. Mm-hmm. It really sums it up. And it is beautiful. Yeah. People are so afraid of doing it because they want to seal the deal quickly. And they're afraid if they don't, something's going to get lost. Mm-hmm. And that fear is really they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. They don't know how to create that beautiful connection, which is what you and I are teaching women how to do. Right. And also, if there's space between the first meeting and the sexual contact, that during that time, either partner or both may realize, you know, this isn't my guy. This isn't my right. the woman I, I, I want to spend exactly. the rest. So there's that time after that initial, those initial fireworks and hormones and alcohol mm-hmm. to really see, you know, is this someone I want to wake up next to five years, 20 years from now? Mm-hmm. And, you know, the answer could be yes, but more often than not, it's no. But in what's really cool is that in our, you know, in our program, what we're doing is 
we're teaching women what to do in that space, how to create that connection, how to get emotionally naked, how to get into their hearts and get a man into his heart, how they can create that connection with a guy and how to even tell if it's a guy they want to create that connection with. So we, we really take that space and we show them how to find a true partner, mm-hmm. which is the missing piece. It's why so many people jump into the sex because they don't yeah. know how to do it the way we did. Yeah, yeah. I think one thing that should be brought up is that when there's sex, initial sex, the woman bonds more to the man than the man may bond to the woman. Right. You know, I think after sex, initial sex, the woman is fantasizing about the guy, about the relationship, about their future. And the guy is fantasizing, you know, if that happens Saturday night, the guy's fantasizing <laughs> about watching football games Sunday. He's not saying, oh my gosh, you know, we should go to a farmer's market. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Let's go to a museum. <laughs> Sometimes you say something and it's just like, Oh my God, that's so true. (laughs) And if women could just get that, (laughs) like, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, if you start going to farmer's markets first, if you start, you know, like having brunch first and getting to know each other. And he sees how much fun it is just to be with you and hang out with you. Yeah, and he wants to do that because it's great for him. But I think after that, in many, many, many instances... (sighs) You know, after that initial sexual encounter. Yeah, that, they cut and run. <laughs> yeah, you know, or, or man just needs space to process. Mm-hmm. And so it's not like, um, okay, I did it, that's great, you know, and forget about her. It's when he watches a football game, he's processing the night before. And men process things much more slowly. Right. And a woman is saying, wow, you know, I can get tickets for this concert <laughs> next weekend. You know, uh, I... Uh, yeah, they want to move. We want to just move it along. Yeah, and the guy is really integrating it. And there's no specific timetable for a guy because he'll be in a conversation with a guy about something totally different. He'll be watching a commercial, you know, Super Bowl commercial or whatever it is and have an insight, you know, like, wow, I, I really miss her. That was a wonder. Right. I've never had an evening like that. Yep. Or And you know, we're so anxious to yeah. just get it done. Yeah. And we don't even realize that you could be sitting there like fantasizing about us and we're just like sending you a text or, you know, I'd love to see you again. It's repellent. It's repellent because the guy is still processing what happened one or two or three nights before. And now he's having to respond like, hey, sweetie, I miss your, your, your beautiful eyes and this and that. You know, he's obligated to write something back that's romantic and it like and he may not feel romantic right? and it he may in. still be processing so for the women out there to understand that guys may need some space yeah and they if, do. and if they feel that they don't need space they may be love bombing and then be completely avoidant and then just pull away then when the woman says this is hopeless it begins to pull away he'll move forward and that is the beginning of a crazy making relationship. Oof, yeah. right. Oh, honey, I could go on and on. <laughs> this was wonderful, yeah. really yeah. wonderful. I enjoyed it. Yeah, me yeah. too, honey.
I do too. So, you know, let's just summarize a little bit. Let's bring the threads of the conversation together. What would be some of the main points you'd want to leave everyone with? Well, the main point is it's so important to have a foundation of friendship, of trust and safety before becoming lovers. Mm -hmm. And not to turn the relationship on its head and become lovers first and then try to scramble to see Mm -hmm. if, if you can create a friendship. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that that just derails everything. It's just too complex too soon. Yeah. And then the other big piece of this is that once you do put a stop to casual sex, (laughs) once you do put a stop to casual sex, then you have to really start to ask yourself, well, what do I do? What kind of relationship do I really want to create? And how do I start to create that with a man? What does it look like? And how do I get the skills? Part of that is getting coaching, learning how to create a phenomenal relationship, a conscious one from the very start with a wonderful man. I mean, when you, you know, guys like Benjamin are out there, but they're not going to come along, you know, all that often. And when a guy like my husband does come along, Are you going to be ready to capture the heart of a man like this? Because this is a high level of consciousness to coexist in. We have had 19 and a half years of never fighting. We're not mean to each other. We don't take our feelings out on one another. We are lovers and guardians of each other's souls. So to have this, you've got to know how to do the work to have it. And yes, you can have it. This is available. This is out there. That's the other thing I want you to know. Benjamin and I aren't special. We're two people, two human beings who found each other, who did this work on ourselves. And we've seen it with other couples. And we've seen it with other couples. We have many other couples who have gone through our courses Mm -hmm. and programs who have this. So, you know, find out, get coaching, watch my free 45 minute webinar or presentation. You know, a lot of women say just that 45 minute presentation is life changing. And if you like what you hear, you can even sign up for a call with me or a member of my team. You can work directly with Benjamin and me. You know, if you like these podcasts, learn from us, come on, you know, join one of our courses and work with us. You can also go rate and like this podcast anywhere you get your podcasts, like and rate the podcast, tell your friends, you know, listen to what we're saying and also like my YouTube channel. Come back and see us. We we release two podcasts a week and you can also find us on Facebook. Send us your emails. Let us know if you like the podcast or if there was a specific topic that you'd like us to talk about or if there's one that we talked about that you really loved. Let us know. We love your feedback. It really helps us know what you want us to talk about. And that would be dwdpod at lisashield.com. All right. That's it for today. Thank you. Thank you so much. It was wonderful, baby. I love you. And Frank Sinatra, thank you. Thank you, Frank. (laughs) I love you, baby. (laughs) 